Hello and welcome to another episode of Extraordinary Interviews with Ordinary People. I'm your host, Nathan Andrews. On today's episode, I interview Alfredo, the trainer at the company I work for. The interview will begin right after a message from our sponsors. Today's episode brought to you by Butter, making bread better since 443 B.C. Today's episode also brought to you by white people. We're sorry. Okay, so this is Alfredo. He's my co-worker. Uh, he's been here most of the time I've been here. Left yes. for a little bit. We'll get into that later. On and off. <laughs> on, and off. on and off again, co-worker. <laughs> on and off, but I took my sabbatical in 2019. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> what, what year were you born? 1978. Mm, good year. So you're an 80s kid? So I am an 80s child, yes. Because it's a little weird because sometimes people like, like I'm born 85, but I'm a 90s child. But you're kind of right at the edge, so you still caught the 80s. Correct. Yeah. That's no, cool. exactly. Yeah, it's weird with the people born in the middle of the decade. Yeah, it's weird hearing people say like, oh, I was, I was born in 2004, and I'm like, oh my God, like. <laughs> That's nothing. Australia or Lincoln was born in like 2017 or something. It's horrible. <laughs> I should know my son's birthday, right? You should. <laughs> All right. So born in 78, where, where did you, where were you born? Uh, Monterey Park, Los Angeles. Okay. So California? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here you in California. You live in California here your whole life? Or do I you have. ever live in any other state? Any other state? No, but different cities. No, I, I was born, my parents were living in Anaheim, but I was born in LA, which mm -hmm. is weird. Um, Probably and a better hospital. Probably at the time. Yeah. I don't I know, know, 78. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know, you know, disco. Who knows about those crazy 70s? <laughs> exactly. The late the late 70s, you know, the disco era just dying. <laughs> you know, Kaja Gugu on the radio. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the 80s band. It's funny how we're only seven years apart, but, like, culturally, we're super far apart. Lots of stuff you know that I don't know. But then there's stuff that I know that you know it all because you lived it, so you got that over me, I guess. 80s knowledge. Yeah, I, I think I was pretty lucky. I, I experienced a lot of 80s stuff, especially yeah. growing up in the house that I did with all the different siblings. So, yeah, 78's perfect. It's like you got the 80s and the 90s. Lucky guy. So, you said you had a lot of siblings? Yes. How many? Five sisters, one brother. Wow. So, your parents had seven kids? That's My parents didn't have a TV, so. <laughs> So that, hey, leave yeah. the comedy to the host, okay? Come on. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, sorry. I'm just kidding. No, that's funny. Yeah, it's so funny. Cause but was it that, or are they, like, religious or anything? Just, like, no comedy? Yes, they're Catholic, so... <laughs> Catholics, you know, they have Catholic to... Catholic will do it. They have to... I forgot how to say it, like, that to propagate the religion, or... Mm. And then, plus, Catholics don't really believe in birth control. Yeah, the zero birth control. Uh, or abortion and stuff like that. You think they'd at least use the pull-out method, but... Um, nothing. No, my dad wanted a boy... <laughs> Oh, was he shooting for the a boy? joke? The joke was on him because he had five girls, then me, then hi, surprise! I'm, <laughs> I'm the unofficial sixth girl, <laughs> and then my brother. Thank God, my brother was everything that my dad wanted in, in a child, or in a boy. Sorry, in a boy. Oh. Sports guy. Yeah. He did little league. I didn't. So it took him six kids to get the one he likes. <laughs> yep, yeah, I know. It's... Hey, gotta keep trying. I guess I liked my first two, so I'm done. We're so far. I don't know. See how they. It's a little out. funny. Sometimes when they bring it up, I'll joke and be like, "Ha, the joke was on you, Dad." Well, you know, kind of like a. He's like, "Oh, you know, I wanted a boy." <laughs> but swing and a miss. But uh, as coworkers, we never have discussed that. You, you are gay. Yes. Okay. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Okay. Never. Okay. Well, I want to get into that a little bit later. One hundred percent part. <laughs> okay. And uh, so, back to. Backtrack a little bit. Yeah. Um, so you had a big-ass house full of kids. What yes. was that like? Was that just like crazy mania, or did your parents kind of keep it under control? Um, it, so my mom worked most of her life until she popped out, I think, the second kid. Mm -hmm. When she quit her job, she worked at a uh, lighting design store, so she did like a lot of lighting stuff. That's cool. And um, so then she just became a homemaker after that. Uh, for me, it was lucky. Well, until my brother came along. But it, for me, I was lucky because... They separated us. So I had my own room as the boy, uh -huh. but all the girls had to share. So they're the ones that got the short end of the stick, so to speak, because uh -huh. they had they had to be two two girls per room. 
Oh, that's kind of funny because I was the other way around. Well, we didn't have a big family, but I mean, my sister always got the only room, and then we always had to share the room. But since um, there were so many, you had to do it the other yeah. way. <laughs> but yeah, my, my so my parents just a little bit of a backstory on on them. They are very we're very sorry we're very hardcore Catholics. Mm-hmm. Not Roman Catholics or like the Gothic Catholics, like from the olden days, mm-hmm. but very religious. Are you still um, practicing Catholic? I am not practicing. I never went through my confirmation oh, okay. because I refused to at the point because I didn't feel that Catholicism was for me, yeah. which caused the little rift because I, I had told my parents, I'm like, you guys are going to have to drag me to the church, <laughs> make me talk somehow. Yeah. I said, but I'm not. Stick your hand on my ass and but, but one, one thing I do remember is speaking to the priest about it, and I said, well, it's ultimately my decision, correct? And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, your parents have no, they might not agree with your, you know, that you don't want to do it, but it's uh, entirely up to you. And I said, I just don't feel, and then, you know, that, that you know, I don't want, I want to be, you know, ordained or whatever the mm-hmm. confirmation does, mm-hmm. confirming me as a Catholic. Mm-hmm. I just, I just don't want to go through that because I don't want to be part of it. I'm more, more on the spiritual side of stuff yeah, versus... Versus that organized religion of any kind. I mean, I, I, like my sister was raised Catholic. She married her husband. She became a Christian like uh-huh. him. Mm-hmm. So she like, you know, went through the steps and became Christian. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just, for me, it's more on the spiritual side of stuff. Less organized religion. Yeah. I don't think I need a priest to, to for me to talk directly to God. If, you know, I do believe there's a higher being, uh-huh. but what that is, I don't think no one knows. Right. I don't think no one can actually pinpoint and know, but I do believe like in the energies of the world and the more, the more spiritual factor of it. Mm-hmm. What, what age were you when you think you kind of came online? Like first memories, kind of like, uh, what was the big? Not, not something stupid like, oh, my first time I ate ice cream, but something like the first significant thing to happen in your life. Would you say? As far as what, like just. I think maybe realizing who I was as a very young age. I remember in kindergarten, like. My mindset was like, why am I chase want to chase the little boys versus the little girls? Like for me, that was mostly my time because I like, I see kids nowadays where um, parents are super supportive. It's like not even an issue. And back then, it was more of a I had to hide it. Mm-hmm. I had to hide a lot of parts of me for a long time mm-hmm. because plus you know, you know, religion was so prominent in my right. in my upbringing. So a lot of um, becoming the pretender, I think for me was the biggest thing is realizing at a very young age that, oh, in order to make it, I need to make sure I pretend to be what they want me to be. Well, that sucks. That's really crazy. I mean, it's, it's not, the, I don't want to say that it was like, oh my God, I had to constantly. No, <laughs> it's just everything was, instead of saying male, it was the female like, oh yeah, she's cute. Yeah. Until, you know, the day of, of my out of the closet scenario. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. I mean, I'm, of course, a big believer in that you don't pick it. You know, it's natural. Um, it's not based on society or any of that BS. But that is kind of crazy that you were thinking about it that early. I never really... Because I, I wasn't thinking about heterosexuality that early, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. So that's kind of crazy. You could, Did you think because you saw around you normals? Well, normals, I mean, word, but you know what I mean. You saw around you, you know, the heterosexual people, and you thought, oh, why am I not like that? Or... Oh, yeah, there was a lot of, yeah, in, in elementary school, yeah, it was very much like that. Even in junior high, in junior high, only one person, one of my friends knew, um, because she was. She okay. told me, she's like, well, I like girls. She's like, well, I like boys, too. But, you know, that was, you know, something different. Girls but always a little but, but just realizing at first thinking, like, like, and I could kind of, I don't, I don't want to say relate to some trans kids, but I could kind of see the identity crisis, like, like, am I a woman? Why am I liking these boys? Right. You know, am I supposed to, like, am I wrong? Like, it was a little bit of that, but it was it was nothing to, like, I know there's... You weren't wringing your hands over it every night. Yeah, I was I, 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 I wouldn't, I just, you know, you know, yeah. so, social interactions with, with, with my siblings were, were great. Like, you know, we would watch TV together, play, you know, board games. It You know, all that was there. Mm-hmm. But still, in the back of my mind, I had that little bit like, oh, I can't really be fully like, oh, hey, girl. And like, you know, be <laughs> a little bit flamboyant, you know. Right. Carry, the times that I wanted to. Do you carry any of that still today? Do you think do you ever like maybe kind of hold back your personality? <laughs> so that's gonna sound a little bit weird, but no. Ever since uh, September twenty fourth, two thousand and five, okay. and then that day is the day that you know I came out. Right. Um, well, my, some of my sisters know, knew beforehand, but to my parents, I think like that more of a stepping stone where I didn't have that 
extra baggage. So in my generation, I think that, you know, for that and then my parents, their method of um, reprimanding the kids was slapping on the butt. We never really had it like where we were beat up or anything like that. Mm-mm. But we... It's just normal discipline? Yeah, normal discipline, the, the spanking on, uh, on, the, on the butt and stuff, but it was never uh, intense since like how I saw other neighbors' kids. Oh, really? Yeah, when I saw like, uh, I know I had a, a neighbor, uh, Moises, when he would get in trouble, like their parents would like literally beat him like in front of everybody, Whoa. you know, and my parents were always hush hush about stuff. Like it was never in public. It was only in private. Right. Which you is know, how it should be. Yeah. But plus like growing up since there was five girls, their, their method of discipline was way altered. So when it got right. to me, it was the same kind of, so when my sisters, you, you know, got in trouble, girls. they didn't get hit. What, what, what my parents would do is go to their room and take their door out. They're like, you have no privacy. So yeah. they did more of a mind thing to right. them. Develop an eating disorder instead of getting beat No, none of my sisters had that. <laughs> so, and what about, like, uh, money? So did you, did you grow up, I mean, seven kids, no matter how much money you got, that's still going to be, like, strapped. So, so we didn't know that we actually, my parents had money till later on in our life. But growing up, our parents raised us kind of like we had no money. Mm-hmm. Uh, because my dad con- did construction his whole life. Uh-huh. So, like, I want to say, but this is before I was born, I want to say, like, after my third sister... He, my dad started buying, um, he would buy foreclosure homes. Oh. Fix them up and rent them. Oh, flipping them. Yeah. Well, well no, he didn't sell them, but he would rent them. Yeah, that's, and a, then that's so, a fucking great investment. So in 2007, most of us were already out of the house and everything, is when a lot of us realized, because when my sister took over the finances, um, she's like, um, where the <laughs> heck do you own seven houses? So like, it's... Yeah, and that's my properties. That's a lot of money. Yeah, my parents raise us to the value of hard work. Yeah, the value of hard work in the in a dollar, and yeah. you know, to give one hundred and ten percent. You know, so I do appreciate that 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 well, they did instill that. You still have that today. I mean, I don't know your finances very well, but we've talked about you're very good at saving and planning. And do you invest too, or no, not really, because. My my thing on Ask money. Ask your pops, hey man, how do I do this? I'm gonna buy a house and get a rental property. Well, no. So so in 2007, right before, before the big old market crash, market crash of 2008, mm-hmm. my parents were like, okay, we don't want to deal with these property management company. We have some, you know, people get it. We have to evict this person. It's gonna cost us five grand. So they decided to sell um, six of the seven houses. Oh, okay. Not including the one that they they live right now. And so it's right. well, it was eight total, but they live in one, and then they had seven. So yeah. they sold six of them. When they sold those six, they gave us all money. Mm-hmm. After they all sold, you know, because, you know, my dad bought it, like, back in the 70s yeah, and 80s for, like, 200, 200 grand, 250 uh-huh. here, and now they're worth 900. That's so, insane. yeah, so it's, um, they made a, a good amount of money, and they all gave us 100 grand each, and they're like, here's your inheritance, don't ask us for any more. You're 100, good lord. Uh, and stuff. Hold yes. on, I need five minutes to be super sad about my parents' lack of success. Just give me a minute. <laughs> my mom lives with her mom. No, but, I mean, it's just. Not giving me 100 grand. And then, and then, mind you, because like it's so funny, because some of my sisters do have a level of embarrassment of my parents. I don't, a hundred percent, I don't. Wait, why? Um, because, because uh, sometimes when, when I talk about like, like, oh yeah, my dad did this when he's, he's like, oh wow, your dad's very six. Like, where did you go to college? I'm like, my dad only has a sixth grade education uh-huh. from Mexico, and that's it. That's he even came more to, impressive. And, like he came to this country, country, he learned English, you know, and stuff like that. Man, you know, kudos to him. That's awesome. You know, so sometimes, and like I know some of my sisters are like, oh, well, you know, they didn't go. I'm like, so what? I'm like. I'm like, you know what? I said, then give back the money they gave us. Yeah, that is a really I know, it's so trippy, but... God, what a dumb thing to get stuck up on. No, yeah. You didn't get an education, but... Yeah, but he's hugely successful. Who cares? That's crazy. I mean, yeah, people all the times compare, like... Or, like, just say, talk about different people. Steve Jobs never finished college, and... Yeah. So, what'd you do? Buy a Jag and crash it or something? Or you still got it in the bank? Can I borrow No, so, what I ended up... I I had to decide, do I want to buy... I just need to borrow a thousand dollars for a little one hundred. No, so so what I did is, my, my mentality was this: if I have it, I'll spend it. Uh-huh. So would, yeah. so what I did is I told my sister because because since she was in charge of the finances and the way she was going to do it, she was you're going to get three disbursement checks so that way you don't have to pay taxes on it. Right. So it could be, and we're going to get one every year for the next three years. So I said, no, just keep it. Put it in a different account for me. I said, until I'm ready to buy, I said, but just give me five grand right now. Right. So I just took five grand right off the bat. Because then later I went back to him like, oh, I need five more. She's like, no, you said only five. I'm like, dang it, okay. Yeah. That's so good. I'm just saving it until I decide either to buy something or when I retire, I'm just going to use that as my retirement. Well, I mean, that's not much of a retirement. It's a lot of money, but... 
since 2007, it's been gaining interest. Oh, I forgot right. how much money I have now. Interest. I forgot about interest. Yeah, so, so mind you, this has been over bro. 10 years now. That, oh, my that, God. That money's been sitting That's insane. in I my sister's account. I don't account. know why. I didn't even think. I'm a dummy. I didn't even think about the interest. So, that's probably a lot of money, but I don't know. That's crazy. Well, yeah, anything over 60000 you start getting some good returns. Yeah. Plus, I have it in a, in a two-year CD with my sister's money. Mm-hmm. So... Because I told him, like, if I don't see it, I don't have it. It's, I'm yeah. not missing it. Now, in case I'm, like, homeless on the street or, you know, then I'll come <laughs> right. hit you up and get the penalized. house blows over. Yeah, no, so, but but my mentality with money is when I die, I can't take it with me. So there's no point in, like, like, I'm a very minimal. Well, then don't look. get hit by a bus on the way home. <laughs> You're going to so, regret not sad news, it now. Well, if she dies before this, if I die now, um, the dog gets the money right now. Which dog? My friend's dog that I fell in love with when I lived in San Diego. Is that Alicia. the guy that you're gonna try to get me an interview with? The guy no, 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 no. That's Andrew. That's a different guy. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, no, um, my 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 good friend Jason. He when I moved to San Diego, he had a dog, a Rottweiler, and I just fell in love with her. Like, oh my god, like most wonderful dog and everything. So then yeah. I jokingly said, I'm like, oh well, if anything, you know, like she'll get everything that I I have. Uh-huh. So since my sister is a CPA, she has an order license. <coughs> she did a, a living trust for me just to. She goes, you want to protect yourself because otherwise. That money we have in the bank together, she goes, it's going to go to the government. It's going to go into probate and all that. Or she not goes, so you, prevent your family arguing over it. Or, or, or arguing over yeah. it, you know, to see who, or whatever. But I, she, I've named her as my um, power of attorney, like mm-hmm. in, in case. Mm-hmm. But no, I just have it down that, you know, that the money is going to go to Felicia's well-being. <sighs> so she's sitting in the bank, huh? Because, yeah, yeah, just letting it sit in the bank. No, because I do plan to retire to Mexico. I already plan to retire in Puerto Vallarta where I could live off, like, five dollars a week yeah that's where 100 grand would be a retirement so yeah and then plus my social security when i retire okay well, i'll try to put my jealousy aside and get back to the interview oh stop it's a lot of money i grew up poor and i didn't get no 100 grand when i left my parents and i just ah, that's crazy i feel like 100 grand would change my life like immensely most people i think 100 grand would change their life and you're just sitting on it you bastard Alright. <laughs> I'm totally joking. Of course it's No really no fun. I know. That's I mean that's and also um I wanna touch on something too, like uh you're very confident and you seem kind of forthgoing. Do you do you think that comes from not worrying about money? Could you have that cushion in the bank? Because like a big part of my life is stress from money. Uh sometimes I'm in a bad mood because of it or so do you think that money in the bank makes you less stressed about money or are you still stressed out every week about the bills no I think that's I've, gotta make you feel great having that money in the bank that's gotta be like if you lose your job okay well I lost my job like it's well, even security when, when in I, life even when I took my sabbatical in, in March I still um, so in 2009 or 10 I forgot what year it was right when I moved to San Diego is um, I read these two books it was The Automatic Millionaire and Susie Orman's book of, oh lord no, no. Day trade your way out of debt. No, no, no. <laughs> the other book was from Susie Orman, you know, you know, yeah, leopard, know Susie Orman. Yeah. leopard blazers yeah. chick. Um, I, I read this book called Young, Fabulous, and Broke, and it just kind of opened my eyes to the way money works in day-to-day life. And one of the lines in there says that if you could not have a job and live off three to six months off your savings, then you're okay. If you cannot, then she's like, yeah, then you're poor. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. But my mentality as, and I'm, I mean, I'm just going to use it my astrological sign, as a Taurus, I like to be five steps ahead of my own self. Uh-huh. So I always like to pre-plan in case something bad happens. Mm-hmm. So like I think to myself, okay, if something crazy happens and I get kicked out of my house, I don't have a place to live yet, I could live in my car. Like the car, like I already pre- have that in my mentality. If I need a shower, I have a gym membership. I could go take a shower. Yeah. All my clothes can fit, you know, daily, whatever. Or I could leave stuff at my sister's house in storage or whatever. Like I get a storage unit. So like my, I think more of a survival instinct kicks in, but I'm very minimal in life in general. Like I don't think about money. Like even when I was in San Diego, when I couldn't find a job right away and I was Uh like, crap, I'm going to have to make that call and be like, Hey, can you send me like five just to, you know, put me through for this, you know, Mm -hmm. but I mean, I don't want to say I have the best luck or anything, but when I'm at a point where like, Oh crap, something happens. So like when my car accident Uh right before I left to San Diego, I got my settlement of 20 grand from the car accident. Uh-huh. So I'm just like, oh, cool. So then I'm like, I'm okay. Right. So you've been close a few times, you think, to so, breaking so that I've seal, been, I've been but close. you kind of just I, I, more, I think of work the solution, don't 
don't worry about the problem, just work for the solution. Mm -hmm. Like, let's see what the solution, okay, I know I'm gonna have to pay $1,000 this month, da, da, da. all right, so then I guess I'm gonna have to top ramen in for, for two weeks. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Like, right. that's how my mind thinks. Well, it's funny, because I remember when I was interviewing my grandma, we were talking about money about because she bought her house for like five grand down like 100 bucks a month or something fucking insane and i was telling her like you know that that's lucky you were at that time like and you can buy a house like that and she's like it wasn't lucky we scrimped and saved i'm like yeah but you know the fact that one income could buy a house is insane today and she's i'm like we couldn't do that and she's like but yeah but do you eat oatmeal every day for months i'm like oh no i don't do that i go out to eat all the time <laughs> Okay, well, there you go. Like, that's what we did. We ate oatmeal every day to be able yeah. to make the rent. And I'm like, you know, you never really think about that. Like, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's cool. You got that money. That's got to just make you a little more comfortable, though. Like, like if I lost my job, my life would be, like, over. But if you lose your job, eh, it's going to suck. But you always have to I mean, I like to, tell, I like to tell people, like, you're just one bad day away from everything going the opposite way. Oh. So, so to me, it's like, why am I going to start stressing over that and, you know, age myself, right? Because <laughs> that's crazy. Right? And, or, or like, you know, because, you know, when you stress, you could physically, it could yeah. have a physical no, effect yeah, on definitely, you. Definitely. So I just like, if, so then sometimes I just random general thoughts, I'll be like, like, what would happen if I lost everything tomorrow? Because I tell myself, like, okay, as long as I have my iPad and my Switch and my clothes, I'm good. <laughs> like, it's so weird, like, how I think of just that and you nothing the charging else. charging cables, but yes. Yeah, yes. well, now you could go get charging cables somewhere, but... I don't think of it like that because I'm like, that's you. That's really cool. You have a really I think good, of it more of a you know find the solution. Don't worry about the problem. Yeah, you have a really good grasp on money and goals and stuff. That's that's really cool. I mean, I try. I mean, yeah, I have my sister to thank to a lot because I mean she's a CPA. She went to school for accounting. She works for the state tax board. Okay. So she always kind of like you know kinda like I'll ask her guided you a little bit because that's the first thing I asked her when the money. I'm like, well, I'm like I don't really want to have it because I'll sp I'm like I'll spend it all. I'm like, I'll go out and I'll buy like... About that, what do you what do you think if, if you would have just... They handed it to you, this is yours, I can't take it back. What do you think you would have spent it on? <laughs> so I probably would have prepaid for an apartment for like two years, bought a new car. Why would you not put a down payment on a house? I don't want to own property. Mortgage. I don't want to own property. Okay. Yeah, it's so weird. I don't have the desire to own property right now or at all. Even Or probably when I retire, just probably rent. I but mean, like, I, would you ever rent a house though? You want to live in an apartment forever? I hate living in an um, well, it depends. If it's just me, that's fine as long as it's like two bedroom. Well, but... still, you could rent like a condo or something nice. Well, the other thing too is um, none of my sisters wants the property in Mexico that my dad has. Oh, that's right. So yeah, so I told my dad, and my dad's like, I'll take it. And then my mom's like, Well, if you take everything in Mexico, we're not going to give you anything from the last two houses. I said, Oh, I don't really care. Yeah. I said, I I'm not like my other siblings where the money, money, money. Ah, that's crazy. You still have another. Because my coming from the other so classes. after you know all the siblings got money, one of my sisters asked them for more money, and oh, like really? oh, and the way my sister Marisol is, well, if you know your granddaughters need this money, she, and then oh, wow. and then my sister's like, she's like they gave you a hundred thousand yeah, dollars, like what did you do with it besides a get a one of my sisters, she, that sister, she did get a boob job and she got her teeth fixed. And it's like, you have two children. You should yeah. think about them first. Or maybe put 25 and 25 in like a savings There's account for them. investments. Just or or no, to save them in case something, they have something to their name. Right. No, but she's very sloppy and stuff like that. But <laughs> but no, so yeah, so my parents are going to give me that property down there. So I, just, I already told them like, well, unless you guys want me to keep the family house down there, I'm like, I'm going to sell it and I'm moving to Puerto Vallarta. Like, that's my place where I want to retire. A beach community. It's, it's a very... Um, if you've ever heard of Puerto Vallarta, it's it's kind of like the Mexican version of Palm Springs. It's kind of like the Mexican version of Palm Springs. It's like the white people, Mexico, right? No, well, there's a mix. There's a lot of <laughs> well, no, there's a lot of international. I mean, people. touristy. Yeah, it's touristy, yeah. but it's very older mm -hmm. people. So it's a lot of older gay guys, mm -hmm. and then just a lot of just re regular people mixed in. But it's very fun. I've been there twice. Oh, okay. It's, it's very fun. A nightlife. <laughs> um, well, the nightlife is because there's a lot of cover bands every night, like wow. a different like the nightlife is very fun. Um, well, make sure we keep in touch. I'd love to visit someday when you're retired in Mexico. Yeah, because I'll have a two-bedroom, two-bath. I want to have a two-bedroom, two two-bath little place. Hopefully by then I'll be on my second wife. And just, <laughs> Shut up, your second wife. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> well, I, I mean, this is why you got to do these interviews. I mean, I never thought we'd spend 20 minutes talking about money. It's crazy. But <clears throat> I do want to get back a little bit. Yeah. So let's kind of circle back around. So uh, let's go ahead and just skip to... what. 
You said 2005 you came out? Yes. So you were 23? That seems kind of late in life. Something like that. Uh, now, when you say come out, that's to your parents? Did you, your friends knew? Some sisters some, knew? Some sisters knew and some friends knew, but I wasn't fully, fully. Right. Fully. The, I, I go by that date of the parents because when that happened, it was by force because my brother outed me. Oh, okay, let's let's tell that story. So, yeah. so my brother ended up outing. 2005, what made you come out that day? So my brother outed me to my parents and they came to they Well, my mom came to confront me, so I did. And then... Again, going back to the how religious they were, they basically kicked me out. Oh wow! So just to uh, just to give you more more uh, context of the picture, yeah, the picture is the house across the street that that they owned. Also, they owned the house across the street where they live now. Mm-hmm. That house was a duplex. Mm-hmm. So the back house kind of was like a granny flat because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it was on a corner ha- It was on a corner lot, and then you know whatever. Yeah, like that that. So what what my parents did for that back place is. When my first sister, Beatrice, graduated college, she, they said, okay, you're gonna pay us $200 a month, you pay your own electricity, gas, stuff, and that's your own apartment, you have it for one year, after that you do whatever you want. It was a stepping stone to get us to like, oh my God, I have to pay rent, pay mm-hmm. bills and stuff, because yeah. if she didn't pay her, her electricity, it would gotta shut up, yeah. right. So then after a year, my next sister moved in, so I was living in that back place. Okay, so, when, was, so then they, was your turn in the stepping house? So it was my turn in the stepping house. Uh-huh. And all my other sisters uh, had already, like, you know, were all the place. So, yeah, so it was just kind of like, we don't want your kind here. It was very, there was a separation completely. Wow. I was, yeah, I think that was, like, the only time that I could tell, honestly say that I was, like, I got depressed. Would you say there's any, uh, I mean, you obviously can't keep it in forever, but would you say there was any regret? Like, oh, maybe I should have just never, I mean, your brother outed you, but if... Given the chance, would you have just never told that? Uh, the only thing that in my mind I have, like, if I had to say anything like anger, not regret, but like anger or ups- or the, the I'm upset, is that he took that away from me. Right. He that took He took that away from me for me to do it myself, uh-huh. which I'll never get back. Right. So that's that's the only thing I see in that. But what I was saying is if he didn't take it from you, do you think you would have just never told your parents? You made it 23 years. Why would you tell them? Why, like, why... Why do that to them if they're just gonna pass? No, I, I, no, I think around that time it was getting kind of to the point where like I can't like, like oh I was out with my friend Misty when actually I was on a date. Yeah, you gotta like introduce that. the boyfriend eventually. Yeah, so it okay, was, so it was it was it was time anyways. Yeah, it just, was it was time, but it just was not the way you wanted to do it. Just not the way I wanted to do it. Did you it, ever have a plan in your head like oh I'm taking him out to Bennigan's or something I'll get him the blooming onion and then spill my gut or did, did yeah. you try it before and chicken out or. Um, no, it's gotta be terrifying. No, no, I, the, my plan was to kind of like just sit down and talk to them and just be like, mm-hmm. Hey, I just want to let you guys know, um, this is how my life is. Because when some of my aunts were over like, Oh, when are you going to pop out the grandkids? Like blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, until the science of, you know, the miracle <laughs> of science allows two men to have kids, uh, give birth. I'm like, I'm right there with you. And God, but would you do that though if science came along with that? No, thank you. No, I don't plan on having kids. Popping a kid out of the wee wee hole. Ooh, <laughs> oh my God, way. stop! Um, no, I don't plan on having kids. But anyway, so my, so my my parents at the time were very hardcore. Um, well, like I said, they were hardcore Catholics. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they basically said you have till the end of the month to leave, wow. and then and then she just left. And then I was like, but and I was just like, oh my God, I didn't know what to do. I called my best friend, who I ended up moving to uh, living in San Diego with my friend uh-huh. Jason, and. He, he, I texted him and then he called me, but I didn't answer because I just like, I just, you know, there were so many things oh, going through my mind. you freaking out at that point. He, when he called me at like eight at night, he said, I'm coming over. He goes, with the company van, you're moving right now. So he came in and we were up there, we were in the place and he, we just, I left some stuff there, but mm-hmm. he's like, let's load up the, he got his company van. We loaded everything up and he moved me into his place. He's like, he goes, I don't want you here because I don't, I'm afraid of what, what you might do. And I'm like, oh dude, I'm like. I'm not suicidal. I'm like we're like that. Like I'm too pretty. Like <laughs> not to not to be like vain and stuff, but I was just like I I wouldn't do that. I think suicide is like uh you either you either might or you're not going to. Like No, I would never. Like but... my life sucks a lot of the time, but I'd never well, that's not true. I did contemplate it once when I was in high school, but that was for like 10 minutes. But I don't know. I just feel like I would never do that. Like I don't know. I, I just think it's some people just don't have it in them. No, true. I mean, yeah, exactly. No but how but my friend was just so are. worried, and but like the whole thing. Was your friend him, the guy? He's gay, also. Yeah, my friend okay. Jason. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, he's my really good friend. We've, we've been friends for a, for a long time. Well, you owe that guy a lot. That's a um, big saving. I was I was very I was very appreciative of yeah. him. He moved me in, and then yeah, that's a good, um, good man. Yeah. So then, and then the only thing that I do remember from that day was that night I went to go drop off the keys. They didn't even open the door, so wow. they just said leave them in the thing. And then there was a thirteen year gap of absolutely no conversation. The so, first year was tough for me. Um, after was that, very, you didn't speak to them for thirteen years. Well, the, the first year, like I said, I would like call they wouldn't wow. answer my phone i would tr- call from a block number they wouldn't answer my phone um so i i want to say i tried for the first year where i just like you know what i can't force someone to give you something that should be automatic from your parents mm-hmm. you know so yeah um but with during that time though i was luckily enough because um i did talk to my mom about this one time and she got really emotional but i said i'm like um i told her like not to worry about it mm-hmm. um my friend jason uh, his parents lived in Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. So she would text me and say, honey, just come out here. And so she kind of became my surrogate mother Okay. during that time, That's cool. which I love to death. And then so when she got, oh, I hope I don't get too emotional, when she got cancer and passed away, mm-hmm. I think it affected me more than her own son. And would you, does your mom still alive? Yeah, my mom's still alive. Do you think it'll be less when she passes compared to your mom who kind of was around more? No, because I'll get to the part when we reconnected. Um, oh, okay. So you guys have re- okay. Yeah, so I have that, but but I think during that time, like that absence of that mother father thing, because mm-hmm. even her husband, even my friends, my friend's dad, mm-hmm. he kind of like took me in. Because I mean, they were accepting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they were the opposite. <laughs> I mean, she was P flag mom. She was out there marching in the parade with her son. You know, okay. like super supportive, and yeah. she. Was, and then sometimes I would go out there just by myself, not even with my friend. To go visit her and we would do stuff together That's and stuff. Really cool. Yeah, so it was really cool. Yeah, so I, th- I think I, I mean, I'll equate the like the level that it affected me is like I, I would be the type that I would throw myself on the casket like, uh-huh. or inside the ground like how yeah. you see like, oh, yeah, because it was just so like like I can't believe like I had this happen to me this time and then now four years later, it's happening again like you know kind of. She passed in two thousand seventeen. Ooh, it's either eight or nine, nine or ten. 2000, around 2009? Yeah, I want to say around 2009. So you, so you like... Eight or nine, sorry, eight or nine. So you got this big, like, oh, kick out of your family, and then you found this... Well, replacement might not be the right word, but... No, surrogate. I just say, surrogate. I just showed my surrogate mom. And then... But you only had her for four years. That's rough. Yeah. And you lost her, too. Yeah. But then I also had Jason's dad, so uh-huh. I had him, and then after... <laughs> he after just she, lost his wife. Though. And then after she, after she... Well, after she passed, uh-huh. he ended up moving... Uh, he ended up moving... I forgot where he moved, and then... He, uh, he used to be a driver for FedEx, but he sold his route, mm-hmm. so he ended up having some money. And then, this, and then at this time, now I'm in San Diego with Jason. He moved in with us for a little bit before he moved everything back to Ohio, where he was originally oh. from. That's kind of cool. So yeah. Some more time with him. No, so yeah, so I mean, I, I think with with just with that time, it gave me a better understanding. And I even told, would tell my sisters, I'm like, I'm like, I reached out for the first year, they didn't want to. Mm-hmm. I can't force it. Mm-hmm. I said I'm just gonna leave at that. So. When my brother moved to New York in 2013, no, 2013? Yeah, 2013. My sister's like, hey, you're gonna get a phone call. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, it's gonna be mom. And I'm like, what? So I was just like, I didn't know what to think, what to feel. You probably got to the point where you were never expecting it. At that so point. yeah, yeah, kind of, oh, yeah, you're shock. right. Like, oh, okay. Because when the phone rang and I saw it, I threw the phone on the bed and I was like, <laughs> oh my God, what do I do? That's kind of sick, Tommy. So she invited me to, a par- to my brother's goodbye party. So when I show up, you know, she's, you know, she gets kind of emotional. Do you and remember then, that? Sorry, Tina. Do you remember that phone call? Was it really just that, like, by the book? I didn't answer it, and she just said, "She goes, hey, it's." Uh, oh, it was a message. I didn't pick up the you. phone. Okay. Well, I didn't know if you <laughs> oh, called sorry. her back afterwards. So she just left you a message inviting you to your brother's. Correct. Brother. And then I called my sister immediately, okay. just yeah. to be like, "Oh my God, this what's going on." <laughs> okay. And just kind of see what's going on. So no. So when we met up, um, um, I just gave her a hug, and then she started telling me like, "Okay, you know," and I said, "What's in the past is in the past. I just want to move forward." Right. And that's why I left it. I said, "That's it." I said, and I'm not going to be ashamed of who I am and everything. I said, it's just, I want to move forward, mm-hmm. not backwards. If you're okay with that, then I'm okay with a, a relationship and more dialogue. But other than that, I said, if not, then I could just go back to where, I w- where I'm at. Right. I said, not a big deal. Right. Then, this is the, 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 the thing, because I didn't think about taking a picture. Is So my mom walked me outside, because, you know, it was a party and there was, you know, people there. Mm. And she took me outside to see my dad. 
So when my dad saw me, like, I don't know if he knew how to react, but then he gave me like a, like a half hug, but then he gave me a hug. And then as I like, I'm going back, I swear I saw like a half tear coming out of this man's eye and I have never seen my dad cry. Uh-huh. And my dad has had a chainsaw, like, uh, or what is one of those, um, those circular saw thingies, like to cut wood and band stuff. Well, I think it's a bandsaw. Yeah. Like slice his arm open oh, and that man did not cry or like, oh, I need to go to the doctor. Like I've never <laughs> seen this man show any emotion. Uh-huh. And then I told my sister, like, oh my God, I think he was crying. And she's like, you what? Yeah. Did you take a picture? Your sister's like, no way. <laughs> yeah, my sister's like, I'm like, no, there was, I'm like, it was either that or the light hit it just right and it looked, I said, but I swear it was like a half tear coming down. he just had some spray in his eye off his cup or something. Or something. I mean, he had a beer <laughs> in his hand. It could have been that. No, but ever since then, it was just, that's, that's, how, that's all it was. And they, they asked me just like general uh, stuff. So I want to say like a couple months later, I, I, I was like, so what made you call me? Like uh-huh. now, now I wanted to know a little bit more. Well, yeah, that is out of the blue almost. And, and, then, she, and then my mom Four said, she's years. like, well, you know what? She's like, we were at church. She goes, and the priest was talking about some stuff, and he was bringing up, you know, some topics about, you know, about homosexuality and stuff, and then she, and then the way some people were talking, and then just, you know, like, people like, she goes, I realized they took my son from me, and I'm like, mm. well, in my mind, I'm like, mm. yeah, and she's like, you know, their belief that I made it my own, you know, made me separate myself from you, she goes, and I don't want that, she goes, so I'm going to pick you, and I was just like, I was like, oh, okay. And then the side of turning around, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my God. I'm like, don't look That's, at me. And, and again, to get back to the, you know, life circumstances thing, I, I'm on board with her on that. Like, she was probably Catholic from a very young age. Yes. She was probably indoctrinated, not just sent to church. Oh, no, yes. So it is kind of true. Like, of course, there's blame on her side, too. You could just be not a shitty person, but... I mean, it's true. They did make her have this belief. They indoctrinated this belief, and that belief took her son away. That's kind of crazy. That's it's crazy, stuff, right? man. So, you must have felt on top of the world when she picked you over Catholicism, Catholicism basically. Well, no, I mean, they're still religious people, but I mean... Obviously, but I mean, that's got to be a shot in the arm of... Awesome. Yeah, it was. It was totally, but I just... I, and like I, and I, told, I kept reminding myself, like, okay, you told yourself forward not backwards mm-hmm. so i was just like because sometimes they do ask me well one time my dad asked me he's like so are you are you dating any woman i'm like no they're like oh okay and i'm like i'm like and they're like well you know your sister says that you talk to her about a lot of you know stuff and you know you know you could talk to us too and i'm like yeah i don't think <laughs> no, you guys and then some mom's like why not and i'm like i said why what do you mean and she's like well you know we want to know if you're dating i'm like mom i don't really date if you kind of pick up on that and she's like what do you mean and i'm like are you sure you want to know and I said, well, here's, I'll tell you the beginning of a story, mother. I said, well, while I was in the alley, she's like, okay, you could stop. Like, <laughs> I said, exactly. I said, I said, if I have someone that means something to me and I will bring them to, to meet. I said, but otherwise I'm just socially <laughs> dating people. Mm-hmm. And so my, my dad picked up on it really quick, but my mom was like, she's like, oh, okay. And then of course they kind of like now, because you know, they're pretty well informed and stuff. They asked me questions like, okay, well, um, you use protection stuff? I'm like, mother, I said, I have been around the block a couple times. I said, I know my way around all that. Yeah. I said, I am, I'm like, a, and so I kind of like started educating her on stuff like prep and stuff. Well, it's funny because they're, they're, they're just, they're also just like coming into a new time. Like, yeah. time accepted it and they didn't really have a choice. Like, it just kind of became more accepted. Yeah. So now it's like, they'd be even more monsters, I guess, to, yeah. to deny it still. So when, when did, um, did it kind of just stay at that or did you reconcile even more and get closer with them later or is that still where you kind of left um, so my family's a little bit fractured as far as sibling wise goes like I don't talk to three of my sisters three of them don't talk to two of them one of them doesn't talk to any of them it's just very wow. weird yeah it's very weird like that wow um, so um, and, then, and then sisters late... or what what's uh-huh. going on a lot of bitchy sisters <laughs> what's going on well here? a lot of it's kind of weird weird stuff so like okay. my brother I don't really talk to him uh-huh. And he ignores, and he, he avoids me every time he, like, he's either at the house or I see him at my other sister's brother, house. Right? Yeah, he's my younger brother. Mm-hmm. Well, because um, a while ago, he he forged a check so he could buy his house of 100 grand. Wow. So we didn't find this out till later. So my sister's like, I have power of attorney on my parents, you know. And she told my brother, like, you, if you don't pay it within a year, I'm going to have to file... Yeah. papers because right. they're going to find that that was forged yeah, that and you're going to get into a whole world of like fraud jail wow yeah Crazy. so and I'm just like and I'm just like but I mean 
they would have given you money right. if you would have asked for it. You didn't have to steal it. Well, that's like me when I was younger and I was in my stealing phase because I was just a bad child and no real supervision. And I was just trying to show off to my friends. We went to like the Luckies and stole some candy or something. But my mom got so mad because when I was stealing candy to show off to my friends, I had money in my pocket that could have paid for the candy. I was just trying to do it to be cool, but... That is so stupid to steal from people that would give you money if you asked. <laughs> yeah, but just, just to give you a little bit of background too on my, on my family and my sister's side, it's like two of my sisters don't talk to one of my sisters because there was an issue with money that came up. So they're like, oh, and then my sister didn't talk to my, my sister, Letitia didn't talk to my sister Laura because my sister Laura made a comment about her husband. So, which, was, which wasn't true, I don't know. And I'm just like, I'm like, well, really? So it's just kind of like, it's very childish, but when we grew up, we're all about a year apart. Mm-hmm. Look, all my sisters are about a year apart. So they had their own friends, like their class year friends than mm-hmm. the next. So there wasn't really a lot of, we're like, we were in the same group right. of stuff. Just never very so, close y- Yeah. siblings. So, so even like after they would go off to college and stuff, you know, they were not around. Like all my sisters went to college and stuff. You know, they were all, they all branched out. You know, they all developed their own friends and this mm-hmm. and that. So it wasn't like, a, like, oh no, sister, this. I mean, yeah, we're family, but at the same time, it's like, we do our own thing. Well, you, stuff. you all, it seems like you have friends that are, a lot of friends that are closer than family. Yeah. 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 It's kind of a crazy dynamic. Like you seem like you got really blessed with people in your life, except for your family. <laughs> you got the parents that don't accept you, the sisters that are a mess, but everything else seems like the, the good friend that saved you and the friend in San Francisco. Like, oh yeah, you're really blessed with people, <laughs> just not the family. That's kind of uh, yeah. But even my friend Misty, um, backwards way. Yeah, my friend Misty, Andrew, Jason, they're like my they're I consider them close family. Family, yeah. That's 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 really cool that you were able to almost develop a family, uh, you know, in place of your kind of crappy one. I should have done that too, but I mean, I kind of did do that. Like when I married my wife, like uh, I never had a dad. Um, he's in a loony bin somewhere, but I really took her dad on as my dad. So like, I kind of know that dynamic. Like it is, it's really cool to be able to find that connection with someone. It, it almost makes you wonder if blood or what have you, like relation, like even really matters. Like it's all like, cause people say blood sicker than water. Family's more important, but I just don't believe that. Would you say that you think that's true? Like you'd always pick family over friends or, or do you think family is just not really a big deal? Or, well, I I told, I've right? told all my friends and my family that Felicia comes first. <laughs> Felicia the I dog, right? The dog, the dog comes first. Felicia the dog. Do you even see uh, this dog anymore? Um, I see her when I can. I try not to think about her because she's up in age. All right, so she's gone. So. And I told my friend, I said, when she passes, please wait like a month and then tell me afterwards. I said, I don't want you to tell me the day it happens. I said anything because I might just drive down there and like so, try to resurrect her or do something like so crazy. The next time you take a bereavement, I'll know why. Um, <laughs> Alfredo's off for three days. Oh yeah. Or if you see me like on a bender or something like that. No. Was it Misty? You said my friend Misty. Uh, I met her oh, when I was. What's the dog's name? Oh, Felicia. Felicia. Okay. Felicia. She's a Roddy. No, my friend Misty. I met her at Knott's Berry Farm in high school when we were in high school, and I threatened her because she was talking trash about me. <laughs> I, I'll never forget it because she loves telling the story as I fling over the car that she was working popcorn cart or something <laughs> popcorn right. I fling the door open and I'm like I heard you talking trash about me bitch I said I, I and I told her because my sister worked at that shop before I did uh-huh. so all her friends became my friends and they were all supervisors okay so one of the supervisors Veronica told me she's like uh, she's like that girl Missy's like saying shit about you like, and I'm like what she's like, she's like tell me we'll write her up we'll find something to write like you know high school yeah. you know whatever so I swing open the door and I'm like, I said, you better watch what you're saying, bitch, because you know you don't know who my friends are. And, just start, and she's like, no. And then she t- and she starts telling me like, no, this. Is, and then she starts telling me about that she likes this guy Gabriel, one of the, our coworkers. But then she's like, a lot of people are you know saying that we shouldn't be together. It's not right. And I'm like, well, yeah, girl, he's gay. <laughs> and she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, you didn't know that. Like he's dating blah blah blah. And then they're like, she's like, oh my god, no, I don't. I'm trying to go for a gay guy. I'm like, oh girl. And then and ever since then we've been friends ever just since. Clicked. That's yeah, it just—it was just so funny. She likes telling the story. Even her, when her mom found out, she's like, "What?" She's like, "You threatened my daughter, but you became best friends." I'm like, "I'm like, well, yeah." She was talking smack. She's like, "And I only said two things." I'm like, "What well, doesn't matter now?" <laughs> yeah, right. but, you still bring it up sometimes. Remember that thing you said to me at the popcorn stand? So, um, uh, so you, your parents a lot of times ask you who you're dating and stuff, and you kind of said you don't date. Like, what's up with that? 
you know, have you ever had a serious no, relationship? No, I told them about my, I, I've told them about my serious relationship, but no, not that, not, not that. I'm asking you, like, have oh. you ever had a serious relationship, a long relationship? Are you in a relationship now? Or? I'm not in a relationship now, but I've had uh, relationships here and there. Um, the Let's, longest one I had was right during high school. I met this guy at Knott's Berry Farm named Tony, uh, and Tony. we dated. <laughs> yeah, we we dated for well, I mean, we really couldn't do anything because I was a minor. And he was 32 at the time, I Holy believe. Holy yeah, Garoni. Uh, was he hot? Um, huh? Was he hot? I'll have to find a picture of him. A lot of people don't think so, but we clicked. Okay. Well, so to like, me, it uh, didn't matter. Nothing mattered after that point. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. Um, short, chubby, round face guy uh, with a beard. Um, Stop describing me, Alfred. So, it's getting weird. Shut up. <laughs> well, no, he kind of, he reminded me of Jeff Wagner. <laughs> I look just like Jeff Wagner. No, you don't. You said... He's okay. more of a ginger. You're not a ginger. He's much handsomer than me, but we look similar, is what I'm saying. I think is it's because he he's... Yeah, he's a ginger. Totally ginger. Oh, poor guy. Uh, but anyway, no, Tony, me, me and T- Tony met in 1995, mm-hmm. and then gra- I graduated in 96, and then he was moving up to Northern California, so I went with him. Mm-hmm. So I was up there till about 1999, so yeah, about four or five years... Out of your yeah. No, this is no, before. before. This is high school. How'd you get away with that? Moving away? With I just had a job opportunity. Oh, really? And I just said, like, I have a place to stay with a friend. That's all it was. Oh, wow. It was nothing like, oh, he's my lover. <laughs> no, at that time, it wasn't even like that. So, um, yeah, we were up there together. I mean, I did. I, I, loved, I loved Tony. How many years were you together? So, like, I want to say end of 95, 6, 7, 8, 9. About almost five years. I want to say four and a half, five years. It's pretty solid. Um, yeah, it was. What, um, what happened with Tony? So we moved back down to Southern California because. Um, um, so he got me the job at NECC. That's how my alarm industry um, career started. At what place? Uh, NECC in Irvine, NECC. where Richard used to work. Oh, crazy! Um, uh, Diana, Diana, Data knows Tony. Okay. By his initials, Appa. I'm like, you remember Appa? She's like, oh my god, Appa. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm, she's, I'm like, that's my. Did ex. you ever work she's with like, them well, at a time? I didn't. I didn't work with them in Irvine. I worked in Fremont. Oh, uh, not San Luis. Yeah, they they all worked down here in, in the Irvine. But you guys ended up breaking up, or? Um, well, no. So the, the funny thing was, we moved back down. We bought a car together. We had our own place. It was, I thought it was magical. We moved back down. He had a fear that I was going to leave him. So what does he do one day? He comes to my place and he's like, "Hey, I'm breaking up with you. Um, it's not me. It's it's not you. It's me." And I'm just standing there and I'm just like, in shock. Every yeah, shock, rage, Wait, everything. Where and was this at your work? You say? Or no, no, no. Um, well, no, I was working here, but um, it was at, at the because uh, I was selling my parents' house before I moved out, and I was just like, "Also, oh, okay. at your place. You guys were private." Well, yeah, it was outside. I don't know why I imagined him doing it like at your job or something. That'd be crazy. No, it was outside, and then. Uh. And I said, I said, you have five minutes. I said, you have oh no, five seconds to drive away before I said, I completely start destroying this car mm-hmm. that we bought together. Mm-hmm. So he drives off. We don't talk, whatever. I kind of got a little bit depressed. Uh, but then working here and I met Joe. Did, did you ever meet Joe? I don't think you ever met Joe I Garcia. I don't think so, no. Well, Joe Garcia was in, instrumental, um, was instrumental in like just... Like, he kind of, like, opened my eyes to, like, he goes, hey, he goes, you you met him right out of high school. Yeah. Like, you got to, like, date other people. I said, but yeah. what, I'm like, I said, I'm like, to be honest, Joe, I'm like, I could honestly say that I felt that we were going to be together forever. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, but you still got to experience. I'm like, well, that's a different story, I said. But but anyway, um, yeah, so a couple of years go by, you know, I started working here. My life has improved. I, I you know, had my own apartment, all that stuff, you know, everything was going good. And then I ran into him. Oh, you ran into him again? I ran into him oh, in around okay. 2008. I was already... This is, yeah. <laughs> so, no, it was it was really, really sad. And it was really crazy, though, what had happened, though. I was driving home with the guy I was kind of dating, uh-huh. uh, John. And I'm driving down Harbor because I forgot where we were at. And then I just... I'm driving, and I don't know why. I look over to the bus stop, and I see him there uh-huh. on a Harbor. And I forgot what cross street. So I'm not driving, and I'm like... So I'm like, oh, hold on. And, and then John's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, uh, hold on. And I don't tell him anything. I do a U-turn, come back, and I drive slowly. And then I, I roll down sure the window. First. And I'm like, Tony? He's like, he's like, Alfredo? I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, do you need a ride? And of course, John is super pissed. So I drop him off. <laughs> I, I drop him off. I take Tony. I'm like, hey, where do you want to ride? 
so we actually go get coffee because to catch up and I find out that he started selling drugs he lost his he lost everything he was in jail for like a year wow yeah he started selling eight balls whatever those are that's uh, uh, meth oh so, oh that's well like the largest... he should have taken it because he gained more weight that's like the um, largest amount people buy it's like an ounce of weed I mean so I've heard I don't know anything about that allegedly yeah so I've heard no so he was in a halfway house so that's I had to drop him off where he was wow. sharing a room so it was like this whole turnaround. So oh, then, mighty have fallen, so he huh? had a um, he had a cell phone, and we exchanged numbers, and then just like we would, you know, text here and there, and then one day, um, he's like, "Hey, you want to have dinner uh, or something?" So I'm like, "Yeah," and then he's like, "He's like, can we talk?" I'm like, "We are talking." Like, like I'm already like, like I'm over it, yeah, and stuff, and we're talking. He's like, "Well, you know," he goes, "What happened?" I'm like, "What do you mean? What happened?" I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, "Oh my god, are you okay? Like, do you have cancer? Like, what's going on?" <laughs> and he's like, "No," he goes, "Like our breakup," and I'm like, I'm like. I'm like, I'm like, well, hold on. I'm like, if you want to talk about this, you're, are you ready for it? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I think I am. He was because, you know, part of my AA and NA stuff and that I have to go through. He goes, I have to be honest and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, well, that doesn't mean you were not going to lie to me. And he's like, true. He goes, but if I don't want to talk about it, I'll just tell you I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And, you know, we were both at different places. And he just started to tell me that. Uh, well, well, after that, I said, I'm like, remember, I said, you left me. Uh-huh. Yeah, I said, so it was me. all on your end. I said, yeah. so before you say anything or try to do anything, I want you to understand that and tell yourself that that yeah. I did not plan on ending it. And he's right. like, well, that's how I felt. I'm like, well, that's why we talk. Yeah. Yeah, you're 100% wrong. <laughs> so he starts crying and we just start going over stuff. No, and this is the thing that, and, and this is the part that for me, like, did it, it didn't matter. He's like, yeah, he goes, well, I just want to know that, you know, that time I told you I was doing it for work, he goes, actually cheated on you. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then, da 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 and so he cheated on me twice. And he said, stop, he stopped crying and stuff. And I'm like, I said, Tony, why are you crying? And he's like, oh, because of I said, well, that's your own guilt. Yeah. I said, do you think I'm going to be upset of something that happened like seven years ago, yeah. eight years ago? Uh-huh. I said, or be like all upset. I said, you ended it that day. I said, that day you left and drove away. I said, you killed it. Yeah. I said, you murdered the love I had for you. Right. And so he's like, oh, and he's like crying even more. I'm like, Tony, so, you know, so afterwards I said, I said, you know what? I said, can you, can you like stay at other people's house? He goes, yeah, I just got to let him know. So he ended up staying out at my place. And then I just, we just talked almost all night, I think. Um, and I just, and I just held him. I said, Tony, I said, you don't have to apologize. You don't have to. I said, but one thing I am going to ask you. I want my effing rings back. <laughs> I said, I want the ring that I gave you back. Uh-huh. I said, I do want that back. You think he I, still had it? And then, did yeah, he, still he, have it? he still had it. He did goes, he it back to you? Yeah, he did. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, he, he did. Um, yeah, so, um, and, then, and then at that time, like I said, he was at that halfway house, and I told him, and I just said, you know what, Tony? I said, you taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. I said, you taught me a lot about love. You taught me a lot about, you know, relationship, the quirks about being in a relationship. I mm-hmm. said, stuff like that. I said, we had our own place. I said, you taught me a lot. I said, and I said, and I appreciate that. I said, mm-hmm. but I said, but if I'm being hundred percent honest, I said, you killed it the moment you drove away. Right. I said, so for that, I mean, yeah. if the, if you're like trying to be like, Oh, let's get back together. Then I'm like, that won't happen. I won't allow myself for that to happen. Right. I said, but we well, had, all, we had, it almost can't happen because you don't have to love anyone. It's gone. Yeah. And I said, I said, I, I, you can't force them. Yeah, exactly. But, and at the time, you know, I was living with Jason and stuff and I said, but whatever I can get you to be good, or better right now, I said, I will do whatever I, I, I can to help you out. So me and Jason gave him a whole bunch of clothes and stuff. And, and awesome. I said, what do you need for your apartment? I said, what do you, or not apartment, the place. I said, what do you need for the place? You need new sheets? He goes, yeah, oh my God. I'm like, let's go get you some shampoo. So, you know, we hung out for, I want to say like a month or two months um, after that and yeah. stuff. And then he ended, he ended up getting a job because uh, he was just getting like public aid or whatever they do for right. recoveries and, you know, ex-coms and stuff because it was hard for him to get a job. So he got a job. Uh, at like a tire place in Santa Ana, right? Because um, he knew a little bit of Spanish. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, no, because he was yes. half, he, he's half Italian and he's half Palestinian. Well, I mean, it's like Spanish is a good skill at a Santa Ana tire yeah. shop, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not arguing. <laughs> but Just yeah, so, I mean, he's doing well now. We still keep in contact here and there. He ended up. Uh, you got him on your Facebook or something? Um, no, I don't think we're friends on Facebook. I don't really have that many people on Facebook. Um, yeah, no, just like via text. He'll just say, hey, hope all is well. Just kind of like just generic messages. But no, he, he started dating this guy, Ruben. They moved to Vegas. Um, I kind of want to move to Vegas sometimes. And then they've been out there for a while. But yeah, it's just, it, it's just you know, something like that. Um, that kind of stuff is crazy because it's like, it, at the time, 
it was terrible, right? And driving off that day. And losing, it was. Losing what you thought you had, but like, but it's like some of those crazy parts of your life you wouldn't take back. Like, not just that particular story, but I think sometimes back on things like my childhood, like uh, when we moved to Arizona, my mom up and moved her kids and our new stepdad to Arizona to be with his kid. And I, I don't like that part of my life. I wish that never happened. But in Arizona, I met a girl named Michelle, who was the first big love of my life. So it's like, yeah, that sucked, but I wouldn't take it back. Kind of like your relationship and your breakup with Tony. Like, you wouldn't take it back, right? No. Because it was, like, such a big part of your life. Yeah, it was. It was five years of, yeah. Even though the end was crappy. Like, it's still worth it. So, but you still do talk to Tony sometimes? But not really. Like yeah, I want to say like maybe every like three, four months, it's just a text. Like, hey, hope all is well. Happy holidays. And what or... year did you break up with him again? 99. It was right before Y2K. Oh, that was a long time ago. So nothing serious since then? Um, I've dated some guys here and there, but it's Do you not just... want anything serious? I do and I don't. Okay. Maybe a little fear. So I dated a guy there? named Jack from San Diego, and I would go every weekend to see him. For about two years, but the distance did kind of bother me oh, afterwards. Long distance relationships are impossible. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, they are. Don't get me. They, I've um, tried them. They don't work. They work for maybe a month at best. Anyways, um, but yeah, I mean, you, so do you think you have a fear of commitment because of uh, the five-year thing, or because of Tony? No, not at all. Well, because you were so committed there, and it kind of shattered. Like you don't think that'll happen, or I would be worried that would happen again. I, I think so. It would it would take someone stronger than me to 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 to, to rope me in. Uh-huh. I think that's kind of like the, a good way to say it, because right now I like doing what I want when I want, and I don't need to be. I don't want. I don't think I want to be tied down. But then my friend's like, "Yeah, but you're not getting any younger." I said, "Well, right. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go get a house and have a picket fence and raise two freaking kids." I'm like, right. "I don't have that." Um, so I'll give you an example. My friend Alex. I dated this guy named Alex for a little bit a couple years ago. Uh, Seventeen, eighteen. Um, very sweet guy, uh, construction worker. He does painting, um, and we we dated and stuff, and it was it was fun. And then something he didn't really tell me why, but his sister had to disappear. Okay. Well, she has a son, so he adopted him. Oh wow! And that was a deal breaker for me. Uh, you don't want kids because I, I don't want kids. At least at this point. You know, at, yeah, at least, it's, well, I mean, again, I'm not getting any younger, but at the same time, we're, we're about the same age. I think yeah, he's a year you younger than me. you don't have to make the child, so you can have them Correct. You Correct. Well, that's not entirely because true. Because you don't want to be a grandpa when your kid's going to kindergarten at the same time. True. Or grandpa's age. But it's kind of, well, the first thing that's weird to me is he's his uncle and his dad now. Because he's, mm-hmm. he's legal guardian and everything and stuff. And and yep. he's very, and the other thing too is he's very much like me. A dunkle? Whatever you want to call it, <laughs> um, Alex is very much like me as far as like our much, personalities. Almost like too much alike, huh? Maybe too much alike. No, well, he, well, yes and no because, like I said, he's he he wants to raise him. Mm-hmm. He he likes that idea of family. Different goals. And for me, it's like no, I just want it to be me. Like if I if I say hey, let's go to Palm Springs this weekend, we got to find a sitter now. We got to mm-hmm. do all this stuff. I'm like it's just I'm like it's a complication that I don't want to you know. Um, but then I also th- th- tell myself, wow, you could probably have an opportunity to have this guy mm-hmm. in your life and also have the opportunity of having, like, a, this child. I mean, he's not really your child, but, like, you would be raising this child and, like, it's like a you create your family. Family. Yeah, family. Yeah, you know, and stuff. I'm like, you could have, like, a modern family, right? Family, some assembly required. A modern family, right? And, and so, so part of me does, like, see that. But then at the same time, I'm just like... Like, nah, I'm like, whether I'm ready for it or not, I don't know. I just don't want that right now. So, I, I mean, I was the same way. Uh, my mom was shocked when I got married and have kids because she, I beat it in her head that I'm never going to do that. and never wanted a wife, probably for a lot of the same reasons. Didn't want to be tied down. Didn't want to have that responsibility. <clears throat> and then I met my wife <laughs> and everything changed. So, do you think you don't want to get married until you meet your husband, basically? I mean, yeah, so I would that's kind of that. it, right? Like... Once you meet your husband, it could Once all you meet change. Someone. Well, so like, like if I would have met Tony right now, and that would have happened, then yes. Oh yeah, so Tony later in life probably would have worked. Like um, maybe maybe even the guy with the kid later in life would have worked. Yeah, because you I know mean, what? Alex, that wasn't that long ago. Alex has text, texted me here. No, we still keep in contact because he's like, hey, I'm gonna be at so and so if you want to come, and I'm like, you're gonna be at a park with a whole bunch of screaming kids. Yeah, I'll pass. <laughs> 
Uh, and so, or sometimes he was like, hey, he goes, do you still have your Disney pass? Like before, when Disney was open. Uh-huh. He goes, I'm, I'm taking, I forgot the kid's name. And he was like, I'm taking some Oh my God, you don't remember the kid's name. Um, I don't remember his first name. I don't know, my sister, she goes, do you just like not That's like rude. children? I said, well, no, I like my nieces and nephews. And I said, it's not that, it's just, I don't think the idea of being responsible for someone, I think that maybe is a different yeah, thing. Remembering their like, name. Like, I have to make sure that he's okay. He's Like, it's going to bring all this stuff. Remembering their name doesn't make you responsible for them. Really? What's your son's birthday? Okay, easy, easy. <laughs> and I've got it on a certificate at home. Okay, check. I can go check. I can call my wife and check. You don't, you can't find out. I guess <laughs> no, you can but, ask him. No, but if, <sighs> like you said, I think if I meet someone and it changes everything, then I'm open to that. Right, that's how I, well, it's funny because... I'll be open to that 100%. It, well, it's funny because at that time, in my head, I wasn't open to that. Like, I didn't realize it was in my subconscious or whatever you want to call it. Like, it was in the back of me, and I didn't realize till she brought it out. So, you're almost even further ahead of me than, like, if you just found the right guy. I mean, you still don't want kids, though, right? But see, that's the thing is, I'm saying like I'm open to it. Right now, I don't. But what if I meet someone and I'm and they're like, hey, you know, I have the situation where my sister, like exactly how the situation with Alex, and he's like, hey, let's be a family. Or you guys could adopt young, right? Like yeah, adopting or, a baby is the way to go, really. Yeah, because then they're most you. You can kind of yeah connect I'm, with them the most. I'm open to that, but I'm not actively searching for it. Because there's also a lot of kids out there that need a loving, very true family. So no, that very would true. be a great thing for you to do so that's that's kind of cool that you're open to it yeah maybe someday it'll happen how old are you now again i'm sorry i don't want to do the math right now so you're 42 42 uh-huh, that's getting on age that's why i say i'm getting up there yeah that is. Old. i think well i mean well yeah i mean well my parents had had kids a little bit later in life so i mean i mean yeah it's not out of the window yet but well, like I said, like if you adopt. Well, my sister's fifty, and she barely has kids. Like they have like a three-year-old and a two-year-old. See, I don't like that. I feel so, like that's yeah. They're gonna be you know playing baseball with us freaking geriatrics. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, I can have a kid at fifty, but when that kid's thirteen, you're gonna be sixty-three. Like, yeah, I can't do the math. Can't run around the park and shit. It's crazy. That's a terrible idea. I don't think people should have kids that late in life. I don't think it's fair to the kids. They don't get to have the dad going, Wee! You know, like, throwing them around their shoulders, you know? Kids need that stuff. Yeah, she's 47. My other sister's 50, but her kids are a little bit older because she did have kids a little bit older. So would you say you not wanting to have children or a serious relationship, do you ever see that as kind of selfish? Because you love your life so, or you love the way your life is right now and you don't want anything to destroy your precious little switch time and you're going to Palm Springs if you want. like Yeah, because I won't share my switch. I mean, no. <laughs> no, as far as... You would just buy the kid another switch, I'm sure. Yeah. But like, do you ever think to yourself that like... If that's selfish. Yeah, because I mean, life's not just you, even though it's your life. You never thought to yourself, I, I should be contributing by raising a good child and having a good relationship and... So, like, sometimes I think the reason you don't do it is because you like your lifestyle too much. And I know you attribute no, that to it smally, but so I, no. I think that's kind of true. <laughs> We're all selfish in different ways. 100% oh, selfish God, in different yeah. ways. No, no I'm, not, I'm not throwing the idea of being responsible. So just maybe so you can understand it more. The idea of being responsible for another human being, whether it's by adoption, your own blood, whatever, right. um, is a little scary. Okay. So, Am I actively searching for it? No, but if it happens, I'm 100% open to it because I'll be the, that person reading all those books like, okay, yeah. maybe the, you know, like, oh my God, the six-minute method, oh my God, oh, <laughs> researching the the fur, I got to do the Ferber method or, you know, <laughs> you know, reverse psychologenic child and stuff. Like, I'm open to it. I don't think it's selfish, but I'm not actively seeking it, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. But as far as being selfish, I don't think it's selfish. I think I'm just going to be me, and if, if I meet someone that changes me, because to me, being in a relationship is change. Oh, yeah. It's change and compromise. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. You have to... That's what I'm saying, like... You want to watch Star Trek? I want to watch Star Wars. I feel, you like, know? So it's, I feel it's, like true marriage, true relationship, true family... Because, like I said, like, there's blood family, but then there's the family you choose. Like, I chose my wife. I, we made our kids. Like, that's the family we choose. And I feel like that's almost the opposite of selfish. It's just kind of giving yourself to that and making a life for other people and... Or contributing to other people's lives. Like, you don't miss out on that? You don't think that, like, oh, I wish I had somebody to go home to or anything like that? I don't um, mean to get any too weird and depressing. But no, no, no. no, oh, no, no I wonder about that. Weird. I wonder about that because I love being married. And I know that sounds cheesy, but 
I love No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. And God, I was terrified to have kids. Of course, I think everybody is. But, you know, once you get in there and you start throwing diapers and stuff, you get used to it. But, but yeah, I, I just... I After the first scratch, they're like, eh, just yeah. put some duct tape on it. You're yeah. fine. <laughs> I just feel that I wonder about people that aren't married if they feel like they're missing out on something. I don't think I'm missing out. No? No, because sometimes I think I see, like, my sister with her kids and stuff. And, I, and, and like I said, like if it happens, it happens. But right. I'm not active, actively right. seeking it. Right. Um, I don't see it as something like, oh, you know, humans, we have to procreate and propagate the species and, you know, continue, you know, more people on this planet. No, I don't, I don't, I don't see it like that at all. I yeah. see it like if I meet someone, because what if I meet someone and they're like, hey, I don't want to have kids either. Okay, you know, I'm okay with that. Like, you know, I'm okay with that. No, but I'll say like, let's say I meet someone like that. And then what if like just down the line, something weird happens and we do want to. Right. You know, it, it might happen, it might not. Well, yeah, no, people change. Like I said, yeah. I fucking never thought I would want kids, and now I can't imagine without them. That's like, the same. To me, it's I'm more open to it if it happens with someone that I do care about, that it's going to be for the long haul. But if it's just going to be someone like, uh, you know, temporary, it's like, okay, it's not like, you know, a pair of shoes where they're just going to last for a couple of years and we got to return it. Like, there is no return policy on this child. <laughs> you right. Know? So it's like, you know, we can't stick okay. it back up the mom. The warranty for this adoption? That's the end of today's episode. Sorry if it ended suddenly. I'm still learning how to end these things. Tune in next week for my interview with Sade, my wife's best friend. Also, stay tuned for part two of Alfredo's interview. He wants to get into his crazy high school days. Thanks again for listening, and be kind to each other.